Hey, welcome to the Girl Move On podcast. A podcast about cultivating ease and organization into your daily routine and moving on from life's bullshit so you can take care of the most important person in your life, you. Be sure to click the subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at girl underscore move underscore on underscore podcast. We're here. Welcome back to the Girl Move On podcast with myself, Tiffany. And Shan. And today we have a very, very special guest. My boo, Danielle. And the background story, how Danielle got here. Obviously, we requested her and you heard us screaming her name on the last episode, uh, two episodes ago. But uh, Danielle and I have been friends for 18 years now. And we became friends, 18 years. We became friends from a chance encounter of (laughs) mistaken identity (laughs) at the Mary Lewis Academy. Uh, When we were juniors, someone thought that she was me. Because we looked very much alike in high school, thick curly hair, and she was ha- she had her back to the person, and as she twerked, she had her back to the person, <laughs> and they jumped on her back, and then we started talking on like AOL Messenger, and I told you to like come out oh one Saturday. God, yeah, you told me to come to the mall. <laughs> right? Yes, and we've been inseparable ever since. Love her children, love her family, been the maid of honor. This is my nigga for life. Danielle, introduce yourself, please. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> no, I feel like Martin because I'm sitting here talking to And you should be talking into it and doing the hand motions. Right? What's up, Detroit? No. What? <laughs> I am already I'm tired. No, no, no. Um, yeah, so my name is Danielle. Um, it's, it's funny that really nobody calls me that. Um, no. Pinks is, yep. is my nickname. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other weird story how that came about. Is it but it, well, yes, so you know the same thing in high school. Remember, I used to have that pink jam yes. court. Everything and it was a yes, everything pink. And it was a girl who was like, you know, you look so much like that other girl. That's me, Tiffany. Uh, yes, <laughs> you look so much like that other girl. I can't tell y'all apart. So I'm gonna call you pink. Who the hell said they couldn't the- tell us apart? Oh, white girl. Oh. I was just about to ask. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm going to call sorry. you Pinky. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to call I you I never Pinky. knew that part. So, <laughs> yes. So then I got to Temple and, you know, I was like, yeah, like, people call me Pinky. That's my nickname. And then a, ha- a dude happened to be like, like, the Pinky. And I was like, what Pinky? Like, <laughs> like teaching the brain? No, no, no. Look at her innocent self. Pinky? The porn star, star Pinky. Oh, yeah. mm. so a little thick, light like, skin chick. Okay, exactly. So I was like, I don't necessarily know. Like, I'm pinky, like just regular pinky. I like pink. pink. That's, that's it. Nigga. Stop trying to be nasty that, with me. No, I'm, I'm. I don't got my booty outside. So well, that's, that's it. You know, became pink. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's. I like that's that me. background. Um, I didn't even know that. You know, a little oh. bit of my origin story. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's not excellent. My origin story. <laughs> I'm tired. Goodbye. Tired is done. Um, We're done. Episode clip. <laughs> Yes, you see the gray. You see it. I see. You know what? It. it looks like you did it on your own, like it was a style. It does not look like you just. This like, is nature's bounty, honey. Nature's. <laughs> okay. Yo, I'm, I'm done. done. You know, I'm done. Cut it. I'm done. Go. Go ahead, boo. Tell us okay, about okay. yourself. Okay. Yes. Yes, about myself. So, um, I am a. First of all, I'm a dope ass person. Yes, come let's on. Start there. Let's, where's my, let's start my there. Yes. Okay. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I am a wife and mother of four children. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a stay-at-home mom. Hey, man, um, Jesus. I see yes. what you do for others. All right. <laughs> His blessings shall rain upon thee. <laughs> but um this, this is like a new identity that I've like kind of recently embraced, you know, because sometimes people are like, oh, hey, you know, I'm a wife, mom, and, and I'm a, a, a head of HR for so-and-so. So I am a domestic engineer. Bitch, and, you gotta, um, I'm tired. I'm tired. Say it again. Thank Say you. it again. As well as a family and lifestyle specialist. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my Jesus. Okay. I love this. Check the resume. Book. I mean, no, change that is- to your name on it. I need that to be like, that's your profession. That is exceptional, Hello. Danielle exceptional go ahead this i appreciate it yeah so this this is these are roles that i've like recently um come to embrace and i've actually recently taken on because for the past like 
10 or so years since I've been a mom. Um, I've been a working mom, mm-hmm. as in working outside of the home and, you know, W-2 forms and jobs and all that. But um, the past two years, I have been at home with my family and it's been a crazy ass uh, ride. Um, I love every minute of it. I'm actually um, locked up in the home office now. We just bought our house in 2019. Yes! And yes. we've been out here, you know, living a little bit of suburban luxury. And so. where, where are you living, Danielle? How old are the kids? How long have you been married? So we live in Baldwin, New York. Yeah, We're in New a York. Black Mecca, little, little suburb of, you know, well-to-do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, you know all black but I, there's a lot of black here, yeah. so i love it yes it's, really it's, it's a nice diverse yeah, yeah nice uh, um nice curb appeal and all the and all the, mm-hmm. the homes and stuff I like it um so my children are 11 6 2 and 8 months i have three boys and then my last child my little baby boy yeah. is my girl i got her she came through for the kid Wait, um <laughs> because Listen, for the longest time, everybody, you know, because everybody would be like, when are you going to go for a girl? Where are you going for a girl? And I would be like, stay out of my uterus. I'm not going anywhere Mind for any girl. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind the one that pays me. But, um, you know, thanks to quarantine, stuff happens. And <laughs> okay. here's the, here, the, here she came. So we're, we're yeah. so, so blessed and thankful to have her here. Mm-hmm. She completes the, the, the crazy bunch that is all of these kids and it's crazy because so Shan you have three kids and mm-hmm. you, you know how <laughs> you know how when people talk about like you and the kids it's like you know I, well, well at least when you had one child it was like you know Shan and her child or you know the, the family you, you, your husband and your child but then once you have more than two children it becomes all them kids yeah so yeah. I always have you know, telling me I got a hundred kids but I haven't said like, that in like two months Oh, okay. I don't know. I grew up with I had siblings. There was three of us. So I thought that was a great number. I thought three and four was a great number. I always thought that was the norm until I got older and I said, wait, where are they coming from? Where are they coming from? How are we feeding them? Who's, like that was that hello. was definitely who's tending to them? Because I'm tired. <laughs> I sometimes be like, yo, what, can I give y'all back to somebody? Um, you should somebody. hand them out to the aunts as soon as they get old enough. I'm here for it. Send them, ship them, just dole them out, yeah, right? Like you can come anytime. That's my boo. Random spoons, like random. This kids. is being recorded, so remember you said that we can ship <laughs> to you anytime. <laughs> Thank I you. Child, and I tell you, send that one, and the other ones who come when they're old enough. I need practice. You need to come take Alex because <laughs> she might not make it. When they show up with you know duffel bags That's and fine. twenty dollars in the pocket. Wait, why twenty dollars? <laughs> All right, I'm tired of y'all. Twenty dollars? Not, not twenty dollars. It is more than that. Is one day? <laughs> Are they going to start working next year? That's breakfast for my child. It's twenty dollars, okay? I know. That's breakfast for one child. Um, but yeah, so I have those 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 four rugrats, and I have been married to my husband for. We just celebrated our seventh seventh wedding anniversary. Um, we've been together for thirteen years. Oh, I can't really um, get to that story because it was great. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to me. So, so shout out to my boo because. We just instituted something where it's like we're hanging out together on Mondays, massage and lunch Mondays. Yeah. Yeah, he works in outside sales. So he has a home office that he primarily operates from. But, you know, he's up here plugging it out and getting clients and making deals and stuff. So in order to implement self-care for the both of us, um, we have it planned. So on Mondays he'll get a massage or we'll get one together and then we'll meet up for lunch and we'll like run errands and stuff. And he has a half day of work. So he'll cut it off usually about noon. And after that, he's just all about the family. So um, I love that for you. I, yes. Yes. Dude, I love that you're answering questions before we get to them. This is, this is helpful. <laughs> this is helpful. Shannon. Yeah. You know, like, for it. You know, for for it. Come on. I'm lying. You all right. Know. Okay. So, together 13 years, and your oldest is 11. So, were y'all planning to have children? All the kids. Or was it just like, hey, here we go? So, it was like, we weren't planning, but we weren't necessarily doing anything to prevent having kids, right? Exactly. That's why Tiffany gets on me, because I say Jesus is my birth control. I do not get on you. I just ask questions, Shan. Listen, we were pulling and praying for a while. Hello. um, The prayers stopped, you know. 
being answered. So <laughs> then here came my first child. But yeah, hold on. Did you just say pull in prayer? But this is why this works. Jesus is my birth control. She's pulling and praying. Oh, I mean, and pray. this is, is why we're here. Is what oh, okay. to. Is right, friends. You know, natural family planning, if you want to call it that. Um, like the that. rhythm method. All of that. All of that. Um, and it worked until plan. it didn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, you know, so but honestly, we had a pretty like solid relationship before um, I got pregnant. We like traveled together. We were homies like we had met in high school, but we didn't really get together until college or no, actually after college. I had graduated. He was still finishing up his last year um, in college. And by the time that we had our child, it was very much like, like we had already talked about what we wanted out of life. We knew that we both wanted to get married. We wanted to have kids. And when I found out, I was, you know, a little panicked because it was like, oh, hey, ho, ho, you know. Bitch, I um, cried on that YouTube bus. I boohoo cried when she called me. I was like, oh, my God, yes. I was so scared. <laughs> I was so happy. Was also, <laughs> so happy. And I was definitely like, I didn't have like the trepidation in the pit of my stomach that was like, oh no, how are we going to do uh, this? Um, okay. Actually, when I, when I found out we were, we were like at his house and I showed him, you know, the pregnancy test. And the first thing he did was he just hugged me and he was like, I got you. Bitch, this is straight out of a different world. That's oh, she's so amazing. <laughs> you, this is the most beautiful you've ever looked, bitch. I cry. Oh, the wedding and I, that part, I'm done. Take me out. Um, oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. It, it was like you know, a fairy tale almost. It was like exactly what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, we were both mm-hmm. young, weren't married. Yeah, we how old are you? I was 21, 20, 21, 22. Why did I think uh, 23? No, maybe 22. I don't remember. It was. I was under 25. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, you know, <laughs> I was young as hell. Yeah, right. um, I wasn't even developed. <laughs> yeah, and, and so was, so was my husband, you know, he had wow. literally just graduated from college, maybe four months before that had gotten his first part-time job, 20 days, not part, um, first full-time, excuse me, first full-time salary job, 20 days before we found out I was pregnant. So it was like, Oh, Hey, welcome to your adult world. You know? Like you graduate college, you got your job. Let's go pull and I'm sorry. Now pull and Got it. You know, and and he he came at a time when we didn't think we were ready, but he made us grow up very quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. We moved in together before he was born, and you know, it wasn't like I don't know. People say like playing house. It didn't even feel Mm -hmm. like that. It was just like that that was my life partner and I knew that he was going to be so I wasn't worried about when he was going to propose or how our lives were going to be together it was just like this is you know this is my person and we now have a little person to um to take care of so we got married in 2014 and then we conceived our second child on our wedding night (laughs) um he came with us on the honeymoon that was why did you ever tell Max that story I haven't. No, because the questions, you know, he's <laughs> yeah, the stuff that little boy says, I'd be like, yo, where did we find you? I mean, from, this is man? a mix like, of both. I'm not he definitely that. has both of his parents' personalities. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Um, our third child, you know, he came actually once I had and it Miles was like the catalyst for this new life um, because I, like I said, I had been working all those years, um, working, momming, volunteering, going to the gym, doing all of the things. I would, I would, I would cook dinner at five in the morning so that I could leave work. I would change into my gym clothes at work, go pick up one kid from the babysitter, pick up another one from grandma's house, drive to the gym, come back from the gym, do homework, you know, do whatever else it is that you have mm-hmm. to do to make a household run and then still at the end of the night be a woman be a wife be you know be his comfort yeah. be you know and and then still have time for myself and i was really really like i didn't know it but i, I was wearing myself thin mm-hmm. yeah. and by the time i was pregnant with my third child we were in a little bit of a better financial position we had been looking for a home for some time and um my husband said to me you know you don't have to go back Oof you know, when maternity leaves. And I was like, he got money. He got money. You ain't <laughs> talking about these money he's going to have. Yeah. 
What you think I don't gotta go back? You know, but this this was and like I said, when even before we had our first child, we had these talks and I let him know, like, yeah, at some point I would love to be able to just be home Absolutely. with my kids, you know, but mm-hmm. in today's working world, you need two incomes. You need right. To I was just about to ask life. you about that because how we grew up, that's not what we're told. Like it's it's far fetched for us to even think about having kids and your husband being faithful or you being able to stay home, like the amount of questions, do you think that people are like, well, how come she gets to stay home? Or why are you having kids with this man? Or you're too young to have kids. Like, you got all that. Definitely. Um, before it became, why does she get to stay home? It was definitely, because like I said, we were together like less than two yeah. years. And just like over a year before yeah. I got pregnant. So there was definitely some contention, um, like, let's say from my family, mm-hmm. because it was, okay, you're going to be pregnant. You're the one who's going to be stuck with the baby, right. you know? He you say that he's this good man and we sort of believe you, but we don't know. Time will only tell, you know, at the end of the day, if he decides that he doesn't want to do this or the pressure is too much, he can go. Mm -hmm. You can't, you know, Um, the baby is with you. So all of those things were said to me and brought up and those conversations Mm -hmm. were there. But I, in, like I said, in the pit of my stomach, there was never any question to me as to how we were going to do it. Whether I had to do it by myself, I I never for once mm-hmm. thought that I was going to be. Never remember that in any conversation. having this conversation, mm-hmm. having I having had the conversation with him before, and knowing the background that he came from, a solid two parent household, yep. and knowing the man that I've just seen him be around, yep. you know, with um, his nieces, and, right, with his with nieces. That's actually is, how yeah. I. Right. You know, that's how I, I kind of like fell in love. And I, I saw him interacting with his niece, particularly one night that stands out in my brain. And it was just the tenderness and the way that he knew how to be with a two year old, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like, and in my head, okay, it was like, okay, like, you know, he, he can do this yes. and, and, yeah. and I could do this. So. Um, as far as like those questions, I didn't really consider any of that. Right. Like they were, they were in the air right. and those conversations were being had, but it was like, you know, pew, pew, like I was dodging. All absolutely. Like, were. Nah, you absolutely. We good. Cause I we good. even remembering this time when you guys first started dating, I'm like, oh yeah, Daniel's good. Like, you know, you always worry about your friend and you're like, mm-hmm. and I mentioned it in the last episode when I was doing this yes. speech, I said, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I told him to listen to that. Cause I don't think he listens. And I was like. <laughs> I always appreciated him because even when you said you got pregnant, we were all still young. And it's like, mm-hmm. I know he got her. Like, he's solid. He got her. Everything is going to be fine. So, like, always appreciate him for that. And just watching the interaction with the boys and now my, I mean, top notch, top tier. So, he's, 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 he's absolutely um, a, a, a gem of a, of a man and a gem of a person. So, his emotional intelligence Ooh. and his ability to, you know, be a leader. Yeah. So that, that you know, that's one of the things that like that, that, that um, sometimes I think, and even like this conversation that I had with somebody, they were talking about like, you know, submission. And as far as like being a stay at home wife mm-hmm. and do I feel like I have to make him feel like the man of the house and, while there's something like in the back of my head that always wants to honor the man in him, I don't necessarily have to like grovel on my knees and submit because he naturally is a leader that makes me want to right. listen to what he's and and it's not even listen like I'm following his lead. It's that we're making decisions together, right? right? Yeah. So we are two heads of a household. Right. There's no Absolutely. situation where it's like I'm just going to defer to him because. Right. He pays the bills, right. or he's just going to defer to me because I have the money. I feel like you know that's a respect thing. I feel like those situations yeah. and people right. asking those questions is off of like assumption, like, uh, off of assumptions, and also of, of of not having a partner that they view as an Ooh, equal, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Somebody it. that you got to drag it. up and that you have to, you know, that they don't necessarily stand by your side. You gotta gotta yeah. like yeah. hold on to them Absolutely. all the time, right? So I've 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 never really felt like he was somebody who was going to lead me wrong. Right. You know, in a sense. And he so, leads and then is also very gentle with you and allows you yes. to be a woman and do what you need to do and understands how you're operating. Like, I've had conversations. I don't, how many boyfriends, husbands will call and be like, hey, I don't know what to do. This is your friend. I need you to come up and visit her. Or if I ask a question, he'll always be honest and be like, I said, you know, why'd you let Daniel stay home? Like, this is amazing. I want my wife. I want my wife. Yes. I want her to be happy. I don't want her tired at the end of the day. That was the realest shit I've ever heard. Because you don't that, hear that. 
Right. It's, it's, it's usually like, you know, well, it made sense because her paycheck was just going to go to daycare mm-hmm, anyway. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and, and it was yeah, the, the decision was very much like me. Right, it's you, you know? exactly. Not, it not your me. product, not the kids that you're producing for him or the life. It's you as a human. I want you to be good. That's, that's, that's different. That's top tier. That's because top tier. it's all about, you know, the energy that, that I'm bringing. Yep. And like I said, you know, me embracing this role has led to me really kind of trying to step up into and fulfill all those aspects of my femininity that I really didn't know are divine because they're, they've been looked at. And I think downplayed by society, Ooh. society a lot as just, you know, just bullshit. Like, oh, you at home, you're not doing anything right. all day. Right. No, I'm actually cultivating a whole culture of love in this household yes. that my kids mm-hmm. are going to be able to grow up and see, have an example that they can then emulate, take it out into the world. And they're not going to be, you know, everybody's going to have their issues. Right. But one of the issues that my kids is not going to have is not having their mother around or having a broken mother around, you mm-hmm. know, having somebody who's stressed and unfulfilled because. My husband and I both saw that with our parents. We saw how working and parenting and also not having time to work on your relationship Mm -hmm. as its own separate entity. We saw the toll that it took on them, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't want that. So part of our self-care is, you know, we have a nanny. And I have heard like some... (laughs) (laughs) Not that face. Because the comments, because they're not like, they're not overt with it. They're not, you know, like, why you got a nanny, but it's almost kind mm, of like, okay. oh, and, 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 and you stay at home. Right? Yeah. So oh. what the fuck you do all day? That's, that's the undertone, right? right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why should I go get my nails you... done? And I go buy lingerie for my husband. Mind your business. They on fleek. Permanent. Okay. Full set of 10. Never, never without, with a floor. Oh. Anyway, the, 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 the beauty of having help is something that I really didn't realize until I was actually like in mm-hmm. this situation because mm-hmm. I too was kind of one of those people that was like, dad, you know, if I stay at home, like, do I have to, like, do I have to earn this almost? Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, mm. do I, do I have to, do, do, what do I have Ooh. to do to continuously be deserving of mm. staying at home mm. and not having to go to a job? Mm. It's like you said, that was before. It's always those perceptions of somebody who's not in the experience and doesn't know what it is. Now I'm in it. And I know exactly the amount of tenderness that I put into it. I know the contribution and my impact and how much just me waking up and saying good morning to everybody and giving all of my kids a kiss and telling them that I love them before they go to school. And being there when they come home. My son said something to me the other day. He was like, mommy, I love when you come home. Because I had made some soup. It was cold outside. And he's like, especially like when you make good soup and I'm cold and I can just come in. And I was like, you know, like I had to go and do like a little thug thug hug in the corner for myself. Because I was like, that's 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 what I always wanted. Right. You know, yeah. I would be at work and I would be in tears in the bathroom because I had to miss some award ceremony for this fuck ass job that, you know, didn't care anything, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, yeah, they would be gracious enough to, if I needed a couple of hours for an emergency, but no jobs for the most part are not really supportive of mothers working. They want you to work like you don't have kids and they want you to take care of your kids. Like you don't have a job, you know, Mm. but you make sure that you have like a mission statement for your house. That's how you want the house to be. Do you mind sharing? Yes. Um, I can't remember it word for word, but it, the mission statement just says, um, you know, in this house, we only accept good vibes. It's good food, good people and good vibes. We work hard. We play hard. We want our children to be loving, kind and respectful people. And the cornerstones of this home are faith and love. My husband and I have that tattooed on us. I have faith. His says love. Um, We have it in just like in a bunch Mm -hmm. of places around our home um, in the decor and everything. And that's really like that's been our motto since we got together in 2018. All we need is faith and love. At one point, he's going to have to have more faith than I have. Mm. I'm going to have to have more love than he has. He's going to have to pull me through at some point and I'm going to have to pull him through. There's always going to have to be a balance. But if we keep those two things intact if that is the nucleus of our situation 
how are we going to fail, right? So that's in our mission mm-hmm. statement. So when you walk into my home yep. in my foyer, come on, foyer, come on, bitch, <laughs> come on, welcome listen. to my black corporate like, home. Yes, girl, <laughs> I love that video. That is one of my favorite videos. Going into Daniel's house and saying yes, well, then she's like turning around in the house. Yes, I'm here. Always because I have a mud room yeah. and a foyer like, and a yeah. room. All these, you know, all these little things that I that would we see never thought. Th- that we I didn't thought. think were mine mm-hmm. or were mm. something that could be attainable to me. I now enjoy them, not as though they, you know, are things to have achieved, mm-hmm. but it's like, no, this is my this shit. Is reality. I'm supposed and to And you're have setting it. a norm for your children to exactly. not think the way that you thought growing up. Yes. Exactly. They, like this is attainable. Like we said, like our daughter is, she's, she's going to be coming up <laughs> in the lap of luxury, right? <laughs> our first son was with us, you know, when we were shooting in the basement in the gym. that got flooded. He was, he was out with us shooting in the gym. Mm-hmm. Okay. That he's the rider because he's been, you know, he's, Seeing all the transitions mm-hmm. when we were in the two bedroom apartment for eight years and the landlord's banging on our ceiling and stuff like he remembers all of that. This little girl little is coming into the five bedroom house with you know the 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 basketball court court in the backyard and you know the playset and the 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 just just everything Wait, she's that we getting wanted. Life, right. She's getting the life, but mm-hmm. why not? Why doesn't my little girl deserve to come up and know that you know? Whatever she wants, yeah. whether it's material or not, it is at her fingertips yeah. because her parents made that possible for her. What else could I want? Right. And now what as else? a woman, I know that was like some background, Shane, that we were going to talk mm-hmm. about, like how you were. Go ahead, Shane. Go ahead. No, you got it. Okay. So like, how are you? How do you think? <laughs> no, I want to make sure you know. I've been mm-hmm. So before being a mother, like how did you identify as a woman, as a partner? <laughs> as a friend and how have things changed? Yeah, I've been a lot of different women. Um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, um, when I was, so in high school, so I graduated from high school at 16. Um, I went to college and enrolled at, as, as a 16 year old. So for the first like month or so being at school, you know, I was, I was still like very, very young and getting to, move away from home and be on a campus in a new city by myself, that was like Pink's phase one, yeah. right? Because mm. I was away from my family. I was like in, in a dorm, but you know, I was, I was on my home. I went to Temple University. T.U. motherfucker, actually. <laughs> T.U. No, um. <laughs> Temple is how far from Queens? Temple is about two hours okay. from Queens. So two so. hours away from home living on campus. I just right, living on campus, not that far from home. So I was just far enough so that they can pop up on me if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. But if I needed that. to be home for something, you know, then I could get there mm-hmm. relatively soon. Um, so that, that was intentional. Um, and I went there and it was like a whole new world because I'm coming from this strict Guyanese background where... Any boy who called the house for me was like, you know, cut this fear out. And it was like, you could be asking for the science homework. And it was like, you ain't bringing nobody in here. Like, I wasn't trying to bring nobody in here. I was just, I was like, y'all are bugging, you know? Um, but then, so I, I I got to school and it was like, oh, there's nobody checking up on me. Oh, I'm my- lit. You know, an RA Ooh. was telling me to quiet hours, but I could go to his dorm for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, without getting into too much nitty gritty details, I had fun, right? So, I dated in college, um, I drank too much, I did, you know, stupid things. I can't remember. I, I may have, there, there could be something <laughs> like that. Um, but I also, I, I, I was in like my first relationship like ever and Mm. that was a doozy of a situation um but that was sort of like pink's face too because like I kind of had the innocence ripped from me very quickly and I got like a lot of life lessons through that relationship which also included having PTSD from that relationship right talk Mm. about that it involved um, physical, emotional, um, verbal, sexual abuse, like all of these things. And I was, yeah, so I was in that relationship from when I was from like 17 to like 20 around there. 
had been dealing with them since I was like around 16 or mm-hmm. knew that person. So for the most like pivotal uh, years yeah. of my young yeah. adult life, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was going through all those types of abuse mm-hmm. from someone that I was like, this was my first relationship. So this is the first person that I've like ever felt love with, felt love from. So all of that was very um, and he was tumultuous. Older. He, yes, he was older. I, like, yeah, actually, that was a whole lot. Yeah. He was seven years older than I was. So there was, you know, and then so with that, there was grooming, there yep. was um, emotional manipulation, mm-hmm. and like lying. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember now he didn't, he didn't want me to tell his mother how old I was mm-hmm. because she would probably be like, what the fuck you doing with this teenager? Mm-hmm. You know, but being young, I was like, we grow. Oh, I got a boyfriend with a core yeah. <laughs> and he coming to pick, you know, but not thinking about mm-hmm. that. Like you nasty ass. Why would you be going to a high school to pick up somebody with a book bag? Mm-hmm. You're 23. Mm. You're going to pick up somebody with a book bag, fam? With a, with a hot pink jeans for? How you feel about yourself? You know? <laughs> now I think about yes. it. But yeah. all of these all of these were things, right? So I went through so many stages in like a Maybe short period have of stories. time. I just want to be there. I just want to be in the corner with a glass of wine. Like, baby, just listen to your mama. And part <laughs> of why I'm so excited to have a daughter is so that I can change the narrative mm. because my mother didn't tell me about young her. Yeah. Right? So I didn't know about yeah. all my mother's mm-hmm. stuff. So I was going yeah. through all of this alone thinking you, and not alone because I had friends, but alone in the sense that I didn't have like background yeah. knowledge. I didn't have, you know, that OG wisdom. I didn't have any older sisters. Mm-hmm. I had a cousin who was a couple of years older than I was, but she was going to the same. Yeah, we all so fuck it up. We, y'all right, friends we all, all fuck it up. We're like, oh, you got a big we're we're like, We all like older guys together and didn't realize what was happening to us now that mm-hmm. we're the age that these guys were when we were mm-hmm. there. It's like, this motherfucker Looking what? back at it. Right. Like, what was he doing to me? Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so glad, like I said, to have Woo. had those experiences so that I can, you know, put my daughter on. Like, I, I, I want to talk to her like a friend, you know, and I want to, I know she's going to lie to me. That she's going to be out at the boy's house when she tells me that she's at the library. And that's to like, be expected, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because listen, I told my mother that I was going to do, to read books. And my ass was at the Labor Day parade in a two-piece little something. And my mother called me on the phone. My mother called me on the phone and said, bring your ass back here. So I had to traipse all the way back to Queens from Eastern Parkway with no fet in my system. You know? But (laughs) I'm still a little crushed about that. But anyway, um, so having gone through all of that stuff, by the time that I met my husband um, and was in a relationship with him, I already knew. I was like, I'm not taking this, 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 this. What I want is this, 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 this. And this mm. is, if you don't have that, then I'm sorry, we can't really deal. It's your you self-awareness. Know? Um, and- yeah, I was, I, I was very self-aware at that point, I think because life had just forced me mm-hmm. to go through that. But I also didn't really t- realize that I was traumatized. You know, look at you I, establishing boundaries from trauma. Okay, bro. You know, but it was, and, and that was something that I kind of did subconsciously because my husband even told me, he was like, you know, you were very much like, nah, son, um, <laughs> this is what I want. Let's say we started talking in June. I think by October, he claims that I put the chokehold on him, but oh, I didn't. Man. I was just like, look, I don't have time to waste. Okay. Yeah. You are getting this premium grade A nani from me right now. Nah, nah, nah. And something has to go down, yeah. okay? Because I'm, you. I'm not wasting time. I'm not wasting <laughs> You're not gonna be a waste of kitty. Why? Why do we have to do that today? Why do we have to do that today? All right, friend, I got you. Shane, get to the next question because then you're messed up right now. I'm gonna text you now. Because I'm gonna <laughs> Lord. Okay. So Tiffany kind of hit on the next question about how has motherhood changed you in terms of setting boundaries, time management. Now you're a stay-at-home mom, so that looks different in terms of managing your time. Yes. (sighs) Managing my time is sort of a concept that I am still trying to work out Mm -hmm. um, because it's always shifting, right? Like Time is a social construct. That's that's some deep shit that I saw earlier, but it was like it's true because when you think about like oh my whole time friends, <laughs> girl, no, 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 just just the way that we operate in the sense that we say okay, you know, we need to be up and working mm-hmm. 
from yeah, nine no. to five in order to be considered productive. And then after mm-hmm. those hours, we have to, you know, do all those things. But part of time management for me is first of all, reala- realizing that I deserve time for myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, having a nanny is like so super great right now because like right now there's no kids running around bothering me right um I have a little bit of time that I can um that I've carved out for myself um and before she came along I would have said to my husband you know babe I need like a couple of hours today Mm -hmm. Normally it would be to maybe go get my nails done or like go to Trader Joe's or just because that's the stuff that relaxes yeah. me, right? Going to Home Goods and Trader yeah. Joe's. Absolutely. That, Target, that, Target is, for me. Yes. But you know what? Target began my dinners because they always take all my money and I didn't yeah. intend. Jane has a full print. Tell them your full yeah. plan. Yeah. I don't go in the store. Ever since COVID, I don't go inside no more unless I need to go inside for so me. So you just order and then I order, up. I drive up, I open and I go. And then I just drive around mm-hmm. instead of going into the okay. store. But if I I'm feel like I that. need the experience of Target, then I go inside. But okay. otherwise, we're placing the order, picking up and driving around as if we're pleased. Efficiency. I like it. I hope to emulate it soon. Yeah. Because I don't be like, yep, going to Target, need three hours. No. Well, we'll see, that's it. You know, and, and that's another thing. Feeling okay enough to be like, I need these three hours. I didn't, you know, necessarily just go for this pack of wipes and now I have to run back home because that's something that I also suffer mm, with. Yeah. Being out of the house too long. How much me how much me time is okay enough before my oh. family is suffering? Mm. And that concept is so mm. like I always kick myself when I do that because you know what? I think it's mommy guilt and it's also Caribbean women. Because yes. even now, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. oldest is eight. You go somewhere. Well, who's gonna watch him? <laughs> his daddy? <laughs> yes. The hell? The other person like, who's responsible for like him? What? And like yes. that's how we're real. Like, what do you mean? You're not. You're gonna go where for how many days? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I am. Yes. And somebody's and they like, will be I'm okay. <laughs> My friends and I are doing girls weekend. Um, we planned it not that long ago. Um, we have an Airbnb. We're gonna be, you know having a little pajama jam and doing stuff like that. And that I, you know, let my husband know. And I, he was like, Oh, when is that? You know? And I was Excited like, for you. yes, yes. Like that type of stuff. Like he's happy when I'm able to get out because he knows mm-hmm. that when I have time for myself, then I can make the most of my time with everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. I can be a better person with everybody else. So one of the ways that I have to, or that I've learned to, you know, get some time for myself is to communicate instead of being resentful because here's one of the things i remember michelle obama said it when she was like you know after they had i don't know if it was the first or the second child but you know um barack would like be going to the gym and she would be like second child yeah i remember that in the book yep he had a life yeah right she had and she was feeling resentful Mm -hmm. but it's like guess what he made his life a priority Mm -hmm. Yep. And unfortunately, too many times women either we don't, don't do or mothers don't have the partners who are willing to allow them the space to make time for themselves. Yep. Because mm. when they go to do that, it's like, well, what do you need to you know, need walk around Target? Right. What do you what do you need to, to, to be wandering around Target for hours for? Like there's stuff that you could be doing, you know, doing productive here. There's you you need to have a supportive partner that is um on the on the same page with you mm-hmm. in that but then you also have to feel that you deserve it right mm-hmm. you have to give yourself the space to be like you know what even if all i did today was wash my ass and make sure that the baby is alive that's quite okay. a lot yeah that that's quite a lot yeah. and that that's okay because keeping a human alive and happy and well fed and entertained and you know educated and all of that like you really don't realize how many hats you wear whether or not you're a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. any woman who is mothering Mm -hmm. and working outside the home just mothering period you're doing a hell of a lot yep okay i'm proud of you because i'm proud of you thank you thank you Winston, like, ooh, and anytime I see and it's multiple schedules, right, and anytime I see something about moms, so I like to make sure I send it to my mommy's, like, just as a reminder, like, I see you, I love you, give them the grace to be mommies. Like, there's just certain levels, especially with my friends that are moms, and I'm like, this bitch cannot check in all the time to make sure I'm good. She has like how many humans around her, but then I'm fortunate that I still, the friends that are moms, still be like, it doesn't matter what's going on, we were friends before. Like you're still right. a part of my life, and that's so important to me. And I am mm-hmm. privileged and honored for that because they don't switch up. Like 
I can't say my friends got kids or got married and they were like, oh, this bitch is gone. The ones that have their kids and married are more down than the ones that are single. But that's because we recognize like how much, like, you know, they say it takes a village mm-hmm. and it's not just, it takes a village to raise children. Mm-hmm. It takes a village to keep you sustained. Yeah. It takes a village yeah. for, you know, for me to feel like I can do these yeah. things. Right. So we have a, we have a nanny, but I have my husband mm-hmm. who is a wonderful partner. Mm-hmm. I have a mother-in-law, a mother, a grandmother, yeah, I have aunties, I have all yeah. of these people who are part of the community, not just for my kids, but for me, right. mm-hmm. you know, my mom will be like, when she, she's, um, <laughs> she's very much that grandmother who was like, when I was younger, I couldn't get shit. But now that I have I get kids, everything. They get everything. She throw it in the bag. Yeah. There's no expense spared. You know, but she said to me the other day, she was like, What did you do for you recently? Yeah. And I was like, Look, yeah. look at you, mother. <laughs> is this the same woman who is this the same woman who told me that she wasn't one of my little friends and she would like, you know, slap Ooh, that line. You, that right? line. I'm not one of your little friends, but now you asking me if I'm good, sis. Yeah. Like, hello. But it's again, weird. And that again, it might be a little trouble when you deal with your moms because it's like, bitch, hold on. But we didn't you wasn't my friend before. Now you, you didn't let me tell you shit before. Right. But you know, now it's now it's it, it's it's refreshing to know that um that I have people around me who are willing to support me as long as I am willing to ask for the help. Yeah. Right. That's that's the main part. Vocalizing, mm-hmm. expressing to your partner before you get to a point of exhaustion and snapping, just being like, you know, I need something. But also sometimes you don't always want to have to like pull it out of somebody. Yeah. Do you have a partner who's able to look at you and be like, you need five minutes? What let me take the kids. Demon today. I'm gonna just I'm gonna go this way with it. Come on, kids, your mom might bite you. Come on. Don't even say much. Just come upstairs and take the kids. They feel it. They feel it. Yeah. Just just send the cash app. Like that's it right there. Because your husband should still be sending you cash apps. I don't think that's the average does. I'm let me me brag right quick. I'm I'm sorry. I just let's go. No, no, seriously. Because he added me onto his payroll yes! his company, right? So when he gets paid, I get paid. I get paid. Hello. I still have my own methods of, you know, making money and doing whatever. And I have my own account that's separate that he don't ask me no questions mm-hmm. about. But there's still a joint account that if I, you know, his, his instructions were use that as you will. You hold on to your, you know, whatever for it is. But you do that. And and I and I say that just to say that it's not impossible. It's not and he's faithful. Yeah. And yes, I am hundred percent sure that he's faithful. Yes, yes I am. I can put money yes, on I know. that as well. Yes. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. I'll put money on that. And all of that to say that it's possible if you demand it and if you know that you're worth it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have done a lot of internal work to try and fit myself because it's like you know something. That little bit of imposter syndrome where it's like, you know it, but you and your stomach are kind of like, oh, but is it really for me? Is it really for me? And as I'm getting older, as I'm realizing that life is not going to look the same for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, being a superstar, um, you know, at work or having this important title where I'm bringing home high six figures, yeah. that might not be for me. Where I might excel is walking around in a caftan in my foyer and making sure that my house is de- decorated for every season. Oh, okay. you know, and making sure that, that budget like for home goods is there. Oh, the money the budget is endless. Okay. What budget? What's the budget? <laughs> what budget says the account will be replenished on Friday. That's, the, that's, that's, that's it. Daniel, that's I'm going to Shan, what is the next thing we're going to touch on? Um, I feel like we've, we've talked a lot a lot about a lot of positive things. Is there anything that you would have done differently? Oh, pros and cons of motherhood. I want y'all both to answer that. Yes. Y'all, y'all well, be delaying my... <laughs> I'm not even that type. If I could have done okay. something differently, honestly, I think it would have been... I would have had my first child a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed more time with my husband um, as just like... Like, we never 
had like separate apartments that uh, we could go to okay, and have like it. a sleepover. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we we didn't we didn't have that like little phase of dating. It was like y'all mm-hmm. both came from at, home. And right, we both came yeah. from home, and then it was like, all right, here's a baby. So now we're gonna we're you together. Know, we're gonna mm-hmm. live together. Mm-hmm. So I would have enjoyed more time. And then also because, like I said, you know, my fourth child is getting things. Um, that my first child would not have. And it's directly because of finances, Absolutely. right? Yeah. So sometimes people say like, oh, you'll never be ready enough for a child. And I and I, I can agree with that in some aspects. But, you know, if we would have been a little bit more financially stable, you know, there were a lot of times in the beginning where it was like, what are we going to do? What is going on Like, we got to pay for this and this and that and that. Damn, like, man, listen. We needed more we needed more prayers than anything. Kids are so, so, so expensive. And then here we decided to go and have, you know, a little smart ass child who was reading at three and Mm -hmm. we could not get him into New York City public schools at um five years old or at four years old. He couldn't get into kindergarten. So we (laughs) That's okay. I love it. Which one is that? <laughs> is that mine? That's so nice. <laughs> oh, it was a boot. I was like, yeah, that's the king. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. It's okay, Miles. Give mommy one second, okay? I, I do. I, I want to see you too. This is what I'm saying. I'm coming, okay? Lord, I'm so sorry. No, no, I was back. We'll cut it out. Don't worry. I came on brand for the television, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I I would have wanted to have like a little bit more cash flow because um, there were things that we, we yeah, well, I was talking about him being a Catholic school. Sorry. Um, they wouldn't take him at four years old in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So we had to send him to a Catholic school. So that was $5,000 a year of tuition. Say it again, sis, because we lived that same life. Okay. Not including uniforms, not including school Girl. trips, not including Girl. whatever. You know, Girl. and my husband was right here. So and before Catholic school tuition, it was daycare tuition, right? And that was Ooh. what, eleven hundred dollars a month. So it was just like cha ching, cha ching mm-hmm. all of the time. And you know, we made it work. We did what we had to do, but it was exactly. definitely like it was, it was it was strenuous for a little while there. So that would have been something that I think would have made just for a little bit more comfort. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But I also love the fact that because it allows me to see a progression, right? Like I remember mm-hmm. scrimping and saving and being on WIC when I had my first child wow. to now. I can go in the supermarket. Run it up at Trader Joe's. Run it up. I'll <laughs> be in Trader Joe's like. Girl. Oh, two bags is eighty dollars. Sure, put it on my tab. <laughs> I love you. That's okay. Miles, can you go downstairs, please? <laughs> okay, mommy's coming, baby. Huh? <laughs> I know it's your gray car. Go ahead, please, please, Miles. So sorry. It's okay. Shan, answer the same question. What would you have mm-hmm. done differently in motherhood? Um, I think kind of honestly the same thing because a very similar experience. I was, we were finishing grad school. So this is 2012. Mm-hmm. We were finishing grad school. Anthony had been out of college for a year. Mm-hmm. We were living in different states because I was in Boston. He was in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, But we kind of were making those plans to like, okay, what's the next step? We mm-hmm. knew we wanted to leave. Neither one of us wanted to stay in Boston, hate the cold. We wanted to leave, but we were thinking about moving to Florida. Oh, oh yeah. So then yeah. when we found okay. out, okay. yeah, like that. we were like, oh, I f- like that summer, we were like, let's take a trip. Let's go to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Cause like a lot of people were talking about that being like a good place for up and coming black professionals. Yes. So we mm-hmm. wanted to go and visit. And then those conversations were happening like around Christmas. And then mm-hmm. Martin Luther King weekend of 2012 found out I was pregnant. <laughs> And so that kind of changed everything. And I was a little (laughs) panicked. Yes, I remember because that was, it was Stacey's birthday. It was was like a Sunday. It's Martin Luther King weekend. Yeah. And Ace was in town. Yeah. Nacho was making pancakes and everybody was just like, oh. Yeah. And I was dying (laughs) in the bathroom. And I was like, I didn't drink that much. But I I was dying. I usually got all the news from Shan while I was in the kitchen. And then I would have to leave the kitchen. It was always like, she just passed by. Oh yeah, I'm pregnant. Oh yeah, man. I'm like, 
okay, bitch. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna go over here. Yeah. Like what? She, yeah. I thought you were Jesus. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm on my business. Yeah. No. Um. So I think again, like Pink's was saying, is just having that time to know each other. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 2012, we had been dating on and off since 2008. Oh yeah. Consistently, maybe since twenty. Y'all was all fine in love in two thousand eight. I wonder what I was doing. That's one thing y'all tell me. They're like, live your life. There's no rush to come on this side. No, I think I've been living too long now. I think it's been a lot. Man, it's it's all perspective. The it grass is. always looks greener on the other side. I mean, I'm I like, y'all be in Dubai, y'all be in Greece, y'all be like everywhere, every other month. And I'm like, shit, yo, if I ain't had these y'all kids, can take a piss in peace. Okay, <laughs> nobody the, the the goes underneath the literally to wait. The girls are two. They busted in the bathroom because I didn't lock the door and sat on the floor the other day while I took a shit. Y'all are two. There was no excuse. <laughs> no excuse. I sent Anthony a text and I'm like, are you on your way home yet? Because like, I need come, come get, get your, your kids. Offspring. Come, get, come <laughs> get your kids. The amount of times I send my husband, come get your kids texts is, it, it's Why are y'all in the bathroom? Because you they were two and a half. You should know better. I'm trying to mind my business. I mean, and you know, um, your business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really think just maybe like the timing and us having that time together before having kids. And then we had the same experience with Avery is that he was a smart kid early on. And I was like, going to these public Come on, little things. And I'm like, this is not, this is not going to work. Like he did this shit in preschool when he right. was three. Like, no, yeah, we're not about, about to, to diagnose send him my back. black boy with ADHD because he's okay, bored in your classroom, bored. okay? And yes. not being challenged. That's yeah. what I was worried about. Yeah, First yeah. and foremost, you're not about to give my son a diagnosis because Mm-mm. he's doing too much yep. for y'all and y'all are not doing enough for him. Exactly. So, you know, and being, you know what? Bored. And so he's been in public school. He's in fourth grade now. So he's been in public school since third grade. And literally last year and this year, those are the conversations that we have. Last year, his teacher was like, for his little end of the year superlative, most likely to be a teacher because he always trying to teach the kids instead of <laughs> letting me talk. Have the parent conference this year. She's like, yeah, he talks a little bit too much, but honestly, he's talking about the content. So it's not even yeah. like he's having sidebars. Right. He's not talking about the, he's talking about the content. So she's like, so just, yeah. And the thing is, she's like, he's smart. But then when it comes time for those tests to get into the gifted and all that, He's not taking it seriously because he's just like, I notice, like, mm-hmm. double check your work, do what you need to do so you can get into these other classes and not right. be a disruption. Okay, Avery. Um, yeah, hey, amen. We're raising these kings, okay? I, mean, I yes. love it. I love so it. I think that's it. Just like timing wise for me, because again, having that time to grow as a couple and then financially just being able to provide from the beginning. But like you said, you made it happen. He was in private school. Right, no and that was, that was that was a priority for us. We knew that mm-hmm. there were certain things that we couldn't necessarily do because we had to sacrifice, right? And that was part of the thing, part of the thing that I think brought us closer together as a couple is realizing because there were times like my husband got laid off a week before our wedding. His Yo, company, his company two went, months before ours. What? We wow. had, we had like there was a, there was there were deposits due, and we were literally like waiting on a check to come in from his company, and it was like, oh yeah, by the way, Mm-mm. you don't have a job anymore. But you know there were always times where you know, and and uh, just to go back to it, that's why now that I'm having this life, I kind of try and remind myself like. Nah, you was holding him down for 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 quite a little bit Amen. too. There were times where he, you know, wasn't in the position that he is in now. And he said to me, he was like, you know, you don't you don't you don't think about that, or you might not even remember that. But I mm-hmm. hold on to that um, very much Absolutely. in you know in my spirit because I remember yeah. that you were never one to just be like, oh well. If he ain't got it, I ain't got it. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we needed it, you made sure whether it was overtime or, and like, I've always been doing like these little like creative things. So I'm like, kind of like a creative person. So I was making wreaths, Christmas wreaths at one point. I was like 
selling little t-shirts. Um, right now I have a, um, a cooking business yes, where I yes. put, you know, food out and, and, and drop in that name, world. drop that name. Follow me at semi homemade with pinks on Instagram. Uh, yes. Let me know if you're in the Queens or Nashville area. Good. Shoot, I'm mad I ain't in the area. Because I'm taking orders for Thanksgiving, you know, bop, bop, shoot, shoot. <laughs> but you know, so I've, I've always kind of had like these little You made sure y'all were good. Y'all always right. sure you were good and y'all were good. And they don't figure right. that, no. That you know, and he's always like, you know, and and not to say that like you had to like earn brownie points, but he'll always remember that I was willing to do what needed to be done mm-hmm. to make sure that my yep. family. And was that's good. the kind of woman you make a wife and a mother. Like, don't be an a liability. Like you are an asset to his life. So that makes it right. Yeah, right. That was that was something that made us both feel um, feel good. So you know, and 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 now. I can like feel okay about, and you know, and I, I, that, that was the reason he added me onto the payroll. He's like, I don't want you to ever have to feel like you're asking me for money or, you know, that you Mm -hmm. are dependent on me because I know that you can go out and get it, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not, I'm I'm not. Now you have a choice. Right. Exactly. There's a matter of. Now, ladies, now that you know all of this, We've talked about all this. Would you still choose this life? Like, if you got, like, say, Jeannie came to you and was like, okay, this would be, what are those, like, Christmas movies? They were like, well, if you did this, your life would have been like this. I love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you still choose it, or would you have chosen something different for your life? Did you know there was a time where you could have gone left or you could have gone right? Ooh, look at the thinking caps. Come on, thinking caps. Because I feel like it's a little bit cliche to be like, all of the bumps made it, you know, <laughs> worth it. And I wouldn't take the pain for anything, but, um, <laughs> I already know a you couple know of things I would have took taken away from you. I would have, I, I wouldn't have gone through that, that, that type of heartbreak that I did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have spared myself from a little bit of that because, um, I realized how it affected and has affected and mm-hmm. continues to affect my marriage mm-hmm. to this day, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, because we're, we're, we come with us, you know, to say baggage, but like each mm. relationship is another bag mm-hmm. or, you know, another piece of clothing bag in, in the bag. So all of those things I think about, you know, how they have shaped me as a person. And I would probably, I would have liked to maybe have been a little bit older so that I could have like withstood a little bit more of that, I think. And I would have been able to fight back a little bit more because I'm not the same person that I was at 17, you know? Mm -hmm. The pink stuff today is so much stronger, has so much more confidence Mm -hmm. in herself Mm -hmm. as a woman. I would, me at 20, even at 22, I would have never given that ugly nigga a second look. Wow, that was okay. going right there. We're going right for them. Okay, no, no, got it right no because I'm here. I, you know, I support it. I didn't know how far we were going to go with it, but, you know, I, I support it. But Danielle, I would you have did never the given best him with what second. you knew at that time. Like, I, I always want you to give yourself credit and grace back because I was there. I saw it. You had to, <laughs> you'd have to give yourself credit <laughs> for what was going on at that time. So, please. You're fine. You see, you wouldn't have had all this. You wouldn't have. Oh, you wouldn't yeah. have been able to appreciate this right now if you didn't go through that. Right, right. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same, and I wouldn't be able to appreciate my husband mm-hmm. the way that I do now. Right. I would not. You know, the 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 sugar is a little bit sweeter after the shit. Oh, it is. wow! <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. Yes. It really is because you know, <laughs> like, I I, I just I, I just be like, damn, like. I got a real nigga, yeah. and, and that's 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 what that's, that's good that's energy what coming back to you because you mm-hmm. decided you had the Sierra's prayer before the Sierra's prayer. You said I'm not accepting this shit anymore, and he had to get on board. Like it's gonna be this, this, and this, bro. Let me tell you something. I got options that's out here. He had to come correct. Yeah, I got which options. he absolutely, absolutely. did. Right, yeah. She no, I, 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 she ain't got to answer because y'all be getting out of this. No. She'll get out of it with oh. you. She'll ask you like, what? no, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get out of this right because now. Because I really agree. Like, I'm happy that I'm done right now. I'm like, okay, y'all are two and a half, so like 15, 16 years. Okay, we're definitely not I'll having any more. Like early 50. No, okay. no. I, I'm not the friend. I'm never gonna ask you not... how many kids. Like this year, uterus. I'm gonna no, have no. It's fine. It's fine. It's not. It's not happening. It's not happening. 
the plan was two and I got a bonus. So we're good. Okay. Um, yeah. So like, I feel like I'm, I'm at a good point. Like I'll be early fifties when y'all go off to college. Ooh, yeah. And so like, yeah. I still got a lot of life to live. So like, I might not, might've missed out on the Dubai and the Greece and the yacht. Yeah, you and all can that still shit, go. But I, listen, I could still go. However, I was out here buying houses and then moving to another house and then moving to another house. So I was doing other things with my funds. Exactly. Okay. We were making investments, not traveling. Oh, girl, I mean, so it's fine. Everybody's spending money. You know? how they want to spend their money. That's it. So that's all I'm saying is when I get there, like I'm still be ripe and fly and ready. Cause black women so, and God love them. Yes. So that's it. Fly forever. So I don't think, I don't think I would change anything. anything. I'm ready. You know, we experienced some loss along the way that obviously you wouldn't want to experience. But other than that, mm-hmm. I think we're good money. And what are some, and do you feel like you have space to be open about motherhood? Like I, this is the shit I hate. This is the shit I don't like because there's so many, like what I've been hearing lately is, and God bless them. Cause I don't know, like some of my friends have, um, confided in me like they don't have any kids but they've been trying it's not working and then I hear other women like you know you guys have multiple kids do you ever get that like well you got all these kids why do you why why are you complaining or I can't you have ask kids you ask for this or like do you feel like you have a safe space to be a woman to be a mother and like do those identities feel? I feel like I touched on this on the friendship episode uh-huh. But anyone that's asking you those questions, whether they've experienced what you've experienced or not, that just to me is like judgment or projecting Mm -hmm. negativity. You're not supporting me. You're not celebrating me. It's like you need me to tell you that there's something wrong. Or if I'm venting to you, I don't need you to hype up my vent. Ah, Like, let me have an honest conversation with you, whether it's positive or negative. Mm -hmm. But if you're just like feeding my fire, that's not. That's not a beneficial relationship. That's not a beneficial conversation. That's something I didn't really consider, like, you know, feeding the vent. Like, are you, are you, are you then like, yeah, and remember when else? And and you know what else yeah. you have to be mad about? Like, sometimes you just need a safe space. Um, I, I do think that for me, I have a space to like lay out pros and cons or oh, not even pros and cons, mm-hmm. but just like the ups and downs mm-hmm. of motherhood. Yeah. Like, um, Cause think honestly, about I've, it, Daniel, when you talk to your single mm-hmm. friends versus the other mommy friends, like, is that a different conversation or is it like, like it you said, the multi-dimensional is. relationships where I should be able to talk to you about anything. You might not be an expert, but I know you love right. me. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can just listen mm-hmm. for the sake of knowing that I'm a friend who needs you right. as opposed to, you know, I'm um, someone who's exactly in this position. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, for me, um, and it's, it's kind of like, first of all, I am nobody's social media influencer, <laughs> anything like that. I don't even know how many followers I have, whatever the case is. But through my like social media where like, I'll, let's say on Instagram, I'll record stories, you know, just of like my day to day life. And so many people have said to me through social media and then you know maybe if they see me in person and like you don't know how much your family means to me you don't know how much I love seeing y'all videos and you Mm -hmm. guys make my day and you know like I tell you all the time like thank you for letting me know that this shit is normal (laughs) thank you for sharing I was was the only one buying 10 packs of grapes a week like that's normal okay no it is and it's part of community building right and um there are so many people like one person told me you know that like Mild, who's my third son, that he helped get her through her depression in the quarantine. Wow. And I was like, mm. Ooh, mm. all of the a- in my their energy. Like your children have amazing energy. I was so, like, yes. sis, what? Like we out here enriching your life. Your like, background. Mom, That that whole thing is, you know, so. Um, I, I sort of feel, and I'm, I don't feel obligated. I won't say that mm-hmm. like to show like negative aspects or whatever, but so like people have asked me all the time, you guys should have a YouTube channel. We would love to see you guys like you know, do stuff like that. And in my head, I'm in theory, I'm like, oh, that might be nice. That might be cool. Well, but then it's also like, I don't want to give people that type of access, you know, mm-hmm. to my family because then people feel like they are entitled. I'm so, all right, sorry. All right, last um, question: advice um, from moms or other 
women wanting to become mothers? Um, my advice would be to really think about how much of yourself you can offer. How much of yourself can you offer? Because motherhood is not, you know, a singular task. It's all day long. It's, you know, being on call for throw up and <laughs> potty training and, and love and, you know, making lunches and like all of these things. And yes, you do get breaks sometimes if you have a, you know, a, a cool enough system that supports that for you. But you're, you're on call all the time. So make sure that you have lived just about as much life as you can squeeze out of yourself. And I don't want to say it to make it sound like your life ends when you're a mother because it doesn't, but it absolutely changes. Things, things are different. Um, your role in people's lives may change. Um, I suggest, you know, and if, if you think that you're going to be a single mother, um, build a, build a, a network. Absolutely. Build a tribe, yeah. right? Absolutely. So, you know, make sure that you have people around you, that you have other women around you who are going to be willing to support you. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Shan has to go to me. It's okay. We're going to... I'll do the... I'll show Shan go. Go to your meeting, Shan. I'll do the... I'll show okay. We're good. Okay. All right, y'all. So thank you for joining us. Thank you to our fabulous guest, Danielle Pinks, for sharing on this motherhood journey. And obviously you enjoyed listening. So make sure you like, subscribe, review wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to follow us on girl underscore move underscore on underscore podcast. Love you guys. Bye. Love you.